I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lynn, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's your week been? Uh, it felt really long. I think because I just didn't want to be at work. And there wasn't really much to do at work. So I was just super bored. Which makes hmm. everything drag. How about you? Did you do anything exciting for the new year? Yeah. Um, Carlos, Rusty, and I went to one of the local casinos and did this little thing where it was like 50 bucks a person for um, all you can drink. So we drank a lot and I spent the first day of the new year bedridden. <laughs> what were you drinking? Let's see. Um, well, for some reason, I decided to start off with a shot of whiskey. And then before that, I'd had half a bottle of wine. And then I had three margaritas. And then I, I think I had three more shots of tequila. Cause <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Rusty really wanted to take that last shot of tequila and I think that just ruined us all because we got home and Rusty just started just he got so sick and everyone's like why did you kill Rusty and I'm like I didn't kill Rusty Rusty killed Rusty this was his decision if he wouldn't have taken that last shot of or whatever that was tequila he would be fine but no it, it was all good I mean, it was fun. We had a good time. There wasn't that many people, which was nice because, um, I I don't know, crowds, especially on drinking holidays or just drinking occasions, it's a lot for me. So it worked out. It's good. Yeah. Even though I was dead on Wednesday, it was fine. I, I got a rest. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for 2020. Only uh, a couple more months till cel celebration, and we have so much to look forward to. All the future announcements that will be coming out in the next couple weeks. How exciting. 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if... No, I absolutely didn't do anything for New Year. I had some nice cheese and olives, and I had a couple of vodka martinis, and then I went to bed. How are the vodka martinis? Good. I can make a really fucking good martini. I'd love to try it one day. But, um, let's see. Yes, I mean, we have some things to talk about. There's been a lot of rumors going around. Some of them, uh, I would say, more credible than others. Because some of them are just people being insane on Reddit, which is, I mean, always the case. But I'm sort of baffled by this time around. People on Reddit, what are they saying? There's been this whole, like, release the JJ cut thing. Which is... this, And I, and I looked up a thing on Reddit, and I'm not going to bother to look it up now, because... Basically, that JJ had a very different version of the Rise of Skywalker, and Disney forced him to make all sorts of changes and stuff. And if JJ had gotten to release his cut of the movie, then it would be it would be a perfect movie. And everything that people hate in this movie is because of Disney's interference. So people think that J.J. actually cared about this movie? <laughs> and it was was not helped by Dominic Monaghan, who said, oh, man, I'd love to see a director's cut of this movie. Man, but, but, but no, 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 here's the th- No, 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 no. Because here's the thing, though, is I don't think... My guess is he didn't quite realize what was happening there, which is... Because I looked it up, what he said, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's tons of, there's tons of footage, you know, that, that's not in the movie. But, I mean, that's the case of every movie. So I think he really wants to see, like, a director's cut. Like, you normally get, like, Quentin Tarantino gets has director cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know no studio is making him, you know, slice his movie to ribbons. It's just there's extra stuff that wasn't in theatrical release. Yeah, but it's a Star Wars movie. Like, when have Star Wars movies done that? Never. But this, like, and this, the whole, like, all these other conspiracy things that, that spun off of this, the most hilarious one I saw was that, and it's, it's hard to even explain this one because it's so fucking stupid. And it is, the, the premise is this, that Disney was worried about JJ being courted by DC. So they intentionally ruined this movie so it would hurt JJ's reputation and DC wouldn't want to work with him anymore. Wow, that makes perfect sense. Now, however you might feel about this movie, the idea that Disney would purposefully sabotage one of their biggest franchises in order for DC to not want to work with JJ. But 
then you sort of go, okay, but then if his reputation is bad, why why would wouldn't that also hurt Disney ever working with him again? Because nobody would want to see his movies. And also then there's the little thing like, hey, James Gunn does Marvel and DC and that's perfectly fine. I just, I, I, I can't believe that, like, people think, uh, you know, these conspiracy theories, you know, the one that Disney cares so much and that JJ cares so much. Like, I don't know. I feel like this movie was just thrown together because, you know, What's-His-Face was fired and they're like, shit, we needed someone. Uh, JJ, JJ, come here. Uh, finish this movie. Uh, you only have, like, a couple weeks. It's okay. You can do a script. Uh, y- you know? Like, that's just how this movie was. And, like, the fact that people think that there's more to it, like, I don't think so. Like, I'm, I mean, look. I'm I'm sure there's there, there's tons of stuff that that cut out that... Ex- we, we know there's stuff that cut out that was, like, explained some more of the Palpatine thing. And we know this footage exists. But there's a big difference between that and you know this is all disney's fault and jj was was forced into releasing this version i mean if it were solo where they were doing this at i would understand it a little more because solo fucking did awful in the box office like this is doing like fine what i think we're at six seven hundred right now yeah i think around there but I also I also just find it really interesting that with this movie it's oh JJ's vision was ruined by evil Disney but last movie was fuck you Ryan Johnson people just uh, and I'm, you know I, I don't know, I'm just I'm very curious as to what the the dedication to Abrams is there. None. I think it's just part of it is just people like to complain about something. And it's like, that's the thing though, is that I, I get, you know, the problems of this movie and I'm not shaming those people that do, but I do think, just think there's people out there that just want to start shit. And I just, I think it's interesting that that's the shit they're starting. I mean, it's it's weird that they have to have the JJ was screwed over and why it's not like it was with Glass Jedi, which is we hate both Ryan Johnson and Disney. So I, I I'm I'm just I'm curious as to why this particular strain of this nonsense gives JJ a pass for the movie he made. I don't know. I just think it's weird. I think all of this is weird. Like the whole JJ cut thing. Uh, people are fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, and then... I mean, the release of the Snyder stuff is not still get me wrong. But at least there you go. Okay. He had to leave that movie. And somebody else finished that movie. So you go, okay... The, the, even if that thing doesn't actually exist, you can you can sort of see the idea of we want that thing. We want what that could have been. 
Yeah. But that isn't what happened. Like, J.J., it's not like J.J. was ripped off this movie halfway through or something. Yeah. It's so odd. Like, I, what did people want this movie to be? You know, I, I know what you wanted this movie to be. I know what, you know, all of our friends wanted to. But, I mean, I feel like either way, you know, it, people were going to do this. You know, the release, the JJ cut or something. But it just, it sucks because, you know, all these future movies are going to come out. And people are going to do this shit, you know? I mean, that's just what fandom is now. Frankly, I think it's what fandom always was. It's just the internet amplifies it. I mean, there was all sorts of vitriol against uh, Return of the Jedi. And I'm sure there were people who were, like, furious that that Luke and Leia were brother and sister and, and shit like that. It's just we now have the internet, so everybody hears it all the time and that can like they can ramp each other up. What were some other things that people were disappointed at in Return of the Jedi? Man, people really fucking hate the Ewoks. Really? Oh yeah. Like really hate the Ewoks. And and I think, like, missed the whole point of the Ewoks, but whatever. I mean, how else were the Rebels supposed to defeat the Empire? Well, originally, originally, and again, this is, I believe this is, like, going off what Lucas was saying, so God only knows, was that it was going to be, um... I don't know if it was going to be Kashyyyk, but it was going to be like a Wookiee thing. Okay, yeah, I, I think I remember hearing that too. But I think it's much more effective as the Ewoks because they are cuddly and cute, but they're the, you know, they're the native species on that world, like protecting their their planet and the, you have the Imperial invaders coming in who don't know the landscape like they do. Yeah, I th- I thought that was fine. I don't know, and it's like I I I maybe I understand you the the anger not anger but just how people were surprised about the revelation that Luke and Leia are twins. Um, I I don't know. There's always going to be something that people are going to be disappointed at in a movie, and I get it, but man to like drag a movie because I don't know it it, it's like it's so hard because I understand you know the sides of you know like where you're coming from in Rise of Skywalker but versus like someone who's just like I hate Ewoks Ewoks are terrible and they're the reason why Star Wars is awful like I don't know it's a lot well here's 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 what I would say and that I mean, partially, this isn't self-interest because this is what I do, but say whatever the fuck you want to say about it on your own timeline, not adding anybody. But when you start to get into the 
you know, sending death threats to directors or developing these vast conspiracy movies, I mean, these conspiracy theories, like, I don't like this movie. I don't, I don't need a, a complicated villain story of, you know, evil overlord Disney who ruined poor JJ's vision I'm like, no, they just, they made a pretty shitty movie and they made some choices that I think are pretty gross. And that's, that's kind of the end of the story for me. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's interesting because it's like, I don't see you on Twitter, you know, just roasting this movie endlessly. Like I'm seeing a lot of people that I follow, like do that. And, you know, I get the criticisms and everything, but when you're just sitting on Twitter, like making fun of it and just going on and on and on, like, well, it's been what, two weeks? Yeah. It's been two weeks and it's a movie that ends the Skywalker saga. I mean, there are people who've been watching these movies for their entire lives. Mm -hmm. So yeah, people are mad. And they're going to do that. I mean, I've been tweeting all kinds of shit about this movie in between tweeting about cats or whatever. Because, again, it's been two weeks. This isn't... I mean, yeah, yeah. there's going to be people who are just as gross about this movie two years from now as are currently like going after Ryan still for The Last Jedi. But I think if it's just people saying they didn't like this movie and not, you know, threatening anybody or going through and finding anybody who's saying positive things about the movie and insulting them. Like, people can just... people. Let, there's the whole, you know, let people enjoy things, which I agree with, but also you need to let people not enjoy things. Yeah. As long as they're not, you know, they're not... Like the racist attacks against Kelly Marie Tran and shit like that. If it's just people making fun of a movie on Twitter on their own goddamn timeline. Yeah. Let it happen. Huh. I can't wait till we get more star Wars so that we get better times. And I, I don't know, like I already missed the Mandalorian. I was binging it last night, rewatching a lot of the episodes and damn that's good you know and i want star wars to be that again you know not that the rise of skywalker like wasn't for me but it was it was fine it was it was good i enjoyed it but that's it you know it wasn't like oh my god this changed my life forever it it, it didn't but but then it's like it's always a shame when it's like you know, you just look forward to something for so long, you know, because there's a two-year difference between, like, these Star Wars movies. And then you go in, and you're like, that's it? I don't know. But I just have to have lower expectations, I guess. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, you, should just, you shouldn't have to expect the thing you like to not be very good in order to enjoy it. It's okay to want movies to be better. That's true. I just, God, I just feel like the last two Star Wars movies, I mean, I'm not saying this movie was like, 
just solo just fuck man like i just think that that was just the start of here's where i'm at with solo which is you said the last two star wars movies and i was about to be like what the fuck do you, problem do you have with the last jedi <laughs> no just the the movie and then solo i i've only seen it the once oh my god never gone back to it i can't There's, imagine how yeah. i ever would like maybe if i were like if it were on a tv that i was nearby i would watch part of it but like i don't i can't imagine a situation where i'm like man i'm in the mood to watch solo you know i forget exists sometimes and then i see people retweeting like infest nest or something and i'm like oh yeah that was a thing she's really cool like if they make an infant's nest show or something i'll watch that yeah and i mean they always have rumors about solo material going to disney plus you know which is fine i guess like maybe they'll have some characters in uh cassian like we'll get to see uh fucking what's her name daenerys targaryen and dude i hope not she fucking sucks (sighs) yeah I don't know, just, uh, I don't know, what does Star Wars need right now? I I think, I'm glad that the movies are taking a break and everything, because I I think it's time for them to stop. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not as... Oh my gosh, what are we going to do with three years without a Star Wars movie as I was before? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we have TV shows and everything too, like uh, Resistance, which... Yeah, we 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 haven't talked about Resistance for a while. I think there's a reason for that. Well, I mean, we, there was busyness because of the, the movie. But I have to say, when I watch this show, it's not objectionable or anything. And there were a couple episodes in here that I really enjoyed. Mostly, it's just sort of there. Yeah. Like, it's there, and I turn it on, and I go, okay. Sometimes I'm like, I can't deal with how annoying Kaz is in this episode. But... The episodes that are actually driving forward the main story of the Colossus being on the run and whatever, that I enjoy. You know, I I really enjoy the episodes um, with Tam. Yeah. And there's not really many of those, unfortunately. And, you know, we we saw her a little bit in these last couple episodes, but I swear to God, Carlos has the remote right now on Netflix and he's about to play solo. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. God damn it. Um, But yeah, I just... uh, It's hard for me to like this show and it's hard for me to want to sit down and watch this show and you know it's it's like i i write little every episode i'd watch i'd write just little bullet points so that i wouldn't forget 
and I don't know. Is this how you felt about uh, the Clone Wars? I mean, the Clone Wars was most of the time, I'd say like 90% of the time, a chore. It was a thing that I was doing because I had to do it. That's how I feel about resistance. It sucks. It's not my thing. And like, I get it. It's, I don't know. I just, damn. Like, and then the Clone Wars is coming back too. I hope we don't feel like it's a chore. I mean, the nice thing about coming back is it's what, like seven episodes? Yeah. 12, something like that. Not a lot. Well, I was seeing that our friend Corey was tweeting that, you know, because the first episode's sometime in February, and it's supposed to end on May the 4th. Like, the last episode's supposed to be on May the 4th, so. Oh, that's a lot. I know. We're getting a lot of Clone Wars. But it's nice, because, you know, it's once a week, you know, it's on Disney+, Plus, so it's convenient. I don't like the Disney app, because I don't like commercials, and I'm awful, I know. But... And you know what else is awful? The beginning title of Solo, where it's just Solo, and then it it goes, fuck, this movie's bad. But anyways. Oh, uh, 12 episodes. 12 episodes. Uh, So what did you enjoy about these last, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six episodes of Resistance? Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's been that long since we talked about it. Okay, I gotta remember what these episodes are. One second. Let me pull up my little TV app thing. Okay, so I'll, I'll go back to episode eight. Episode eight was Rendezvous Point. It was when um, Mother Doza. Oh, I liked that one. Yeah, that was fine. Um, That was when, you know, Tam saw her and everything and... She caused um, Dude Doza to deflect from the Empire, which I thought was pretty cool. And and then it was Tor's birthday, and then she was sad because her mom was supposed to show up, and they are supposed to do a bunch of rendezvous shit. And then all the friends came, and they're like, yay, it's your birthday. And that was an okay episode. I, I enjoyed that. That was cool. It was nice to get that, that bit of of backstory with there I've been wondering what had happened with Tora's mom yeah and there was, and there was a nice little you know the, the, the pathos there I felt worked well I liked the scenes between her and her dad I like the Dozas I didn't know that she was alive yeah I had kind of assumed that she was dead me too all right. And then the next episode was Vox Vortex. It was when the, the Colossus is out of money. And then they go, I think, gamble with the Hutz or something. Oh, I skipped like half of this episode. Okay. Because it was just the same thing over and over again. They would get into a race and then the hot, the hot dude had, you know, sabotaged them somehow. And then that went on a bajillion times. Yes, that one wasn't very good. And the huts look weird in this animation. 
They do look a little bit weird. I, I like the continuing trend of giving the Hots ridiculous accents. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Okay, so... And then there's episode 10, which was dumb. So this is Kaz's curse. Um, I write oh, down yeah. Kaz. Kaz gambles money, gets cursed. Good. <laughs> but it did have your little shark dude and Bitey. I know. That was the, those are the only two things that are good about this episode. But and then Mika Gray, I think that's what her name is, right? Mika Gray? Yeah. She comes in, you know, gives him a little thing, he tries to help him, and then he fucking loses it. Like, immediately. He's such a, such a piece of work. Although, that dude, that dude cursing Kaz made me laugh, especially when he tells him he's going to undo it, and then he does this th- the same thing again and goes, double curse! That made me laugh really hard. I like that dude. <laughs> he knows Kaz is a little, uh... And that Kaz believed that he was getting cursed. Uh, um. Well, even if you're not getting cursed, that dude spit on his hand and then wiped it on his face. I'd be pretty annoyed, even if I didn't believe in curses. Yeah. I guess that's true. And then I think there was like some like dog fight at the end with all of them or something, or it was there was a dog fight about something. Yes. Because that's how, like, Kaz feels like he's not cursed anymore. Because he didn't die. Yeah. And he was able... Yeah. Alright. Um, episode 11, Station to Station. Um, it was the TAM supply run where... The, just the what-if scenario. And um, I was interested that she actually misses the Colossus. And that she sees them inside and she lets them escape uh i think it was uh kaz and niku were in there right or was it kaz and niku is this the one where they're they're on the ship they're stealing they're stealing the the piece of tech that they need and they're like in disguise as mechanics Mm -hmm. yes i liked this one we get cartoon hawks which is pretty great um it's this okay this is the thing that like i get why they do it but it annoy me which is um tam and the jerk kid whose name i can never remember are like never wearing their helmets maybe they're not because so that the audience can tell oh no that's who. that's absolutely why they're not wearing them but there's no at least I didn't hear any... There's no explanation in the show as to why they're not wearing them. Yeah. And considering this whole thing is, you know, that they're worried about whether Tam's really committed to the cause or not. And and Tierney's given her all these speeches before about, you know, like, this is what she's chosen and she's, like, part of this thing. It's a little bit... Like, I, I need some sort of explanation as to why they're just walking around while on duty without their helmets. Maybe they're just really bad at their jobs. <laughs> I don't know. But even because in The Force Awakens, when Finn takes off his helmet, Phasma goes like crazy on him. Like, what what are you doing? Like, you have your helmet off. Like, 
Uh, I don't know. That blonde kid is pretty annoying. That's uh, what's his face? Or why am I thinking uh, Lord of the Rings? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Right. Yeah. Wow. He is sort of like he is the Star Wars equivalent of a bad guy from a 90s teen movie. Yeah. That's very accurate. But I like all the stuff with Tam. And I liked all the stuff with Hawks when he's just going around yelling at people. Being all hoxy and annoyed. He was good. I like how he's animated. Yeah, I wish... Like, I just wish we were spending more time with Tam in the First Order. Me too. Like, why create this version of Tam when you're not even going to show it? I feel like I'd like this season a lot more if it had just been like a 12-episode season. They probably should have just done three seasons. To, you know, because I know that this is the last season, but this is just so long and it's hard to... Hard to concentrate on all these, you know, episodes because, you know, the whole point of the series was to make it, you know, short. Obviously, it's the sequel trilogy, what's going on between like the the movies and everything and also probably during the movies. But I don't know. It just it's it's too much. I I think it's because I don't care enough about the characters. I mean, there's characters I really like. I really like I'm interested in Tam. I'm interested in I like Tora and I like Niku. But if you're going to be doing a show that has lots of these these side story episodes where it's just sort of like adventure of the week stuff, then I need to absolutely love the characters and I need to care about Kaz and his silliness. And because I don't, that means like the only episodes I really enjoy are the ones that are driving the main plot. Yeah, and it's hard to connect with, like, you know, the episode where with the huts or it just, it's hard to care. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, like, there's never, I think partially because it's, it's a kid's cartoon, which is fine. You have to, you know, like at some point you have to meet it on their own terms, but it means there's never, it never feels like there's any stakes. Yeah. And, you know, sure, I think it was it was the next episode where we actually see, like, the characters, you know, getting harmed in some way. But, of course, in the end, you know, they're saved. And, you know, it's always for a second that, like, oh, shit, something's going wrong. And then, okay, they're saved. You, you know, at least, like, the Clone Wars for a little bit did that where... We didn't know what was happening to this character or, you know, Anakin and Windu were hurt and R2 had to go save them. And, okay, you know, but just... that's the same there. You know that you know that Anakin and Mace aren't going to die in the Clone Wars. Yeah, but... No, what's the difference there? Like, talk us out. Like, I want to know why, like, what you think the difference is there. Because I'm curious. Because I, I think it, it's sort of the same. It was one of my problems with the Clone Wars. Because you care about these characters because you know them from the movies. 
But I mean, we've had we've had resistance for a, like a season and a half at this point. We know these characters. We do, but we don't know them as much as we do with Anakin and Mace Windu. Because the Clone Wars, you know, that came out, what, like 2009, I don't, I, I don't feel like I really know anything about Mace. I mean, except that he's Samuel Jackson being Samuel Jackson, but with a lightsaber. I just feel like we put the Jedi on, on such like a high pedestal. Or at well, least I maybe do. Maybe it's because I think the Jedi all fucking suck. Yeah, that's probably why too. But I, I don't know. Like I, I felt more, you know, in those episodes or, oh God, you know, something's happening to Ahsoka or something's happening to, you know, Mace or Anakin or, you know, or two, you know, because I know that they're going to be okay in the end, but it it's conflict that, okay, the characters you need to act, act sudden. Okay. What are we going to do to fix this problem? And you see, you know, their weaknesses while seeing their strengths and how they get out of this and, you know, how it makes them stronger in the end, even though you know what happens to the Jedi order in the end. But, you know, with these characters on the show, it's just, it's hard for me to care about them because they have little significance for me. Like, how are they helping the big fight, you know, the rebellion or resistance versus the First Order? You know, it's just a ship full of, you know, a lot of wonderful people, you know, trying not to be, they don't want to be part of the resistance, even though technically, yeah, I would consider they are because, you know, they're out there, they're, you know, fighting for each other, but... Oh, see, I, mean, I, I think just... I think like it, when when it comes down to it, I should care about those people more because the the people in the resistance and the people in the rebellion chose that. Yeah, these people didn't choose any of this shit that they're having to deal with. Like, I think it's much more tragic if some innocent like person on the Colossus dies than. If a like X-wing fighter gets blown up, because that's the risk that they chose to take, people on people on the closet didn't really get a choice. Maybe it's like the face of the Colossus, because who would you consider the face of the Colossus to be? Like Kaz and all, you know? Like, cause I just. Sometimes I have sympathy for Kaz, you know, obviously, you know, when he thought something happened to his parents or that, you know, him being captured once or something, but I just, it just, it's hard for me to connect with the rest of the characters because of who is leading the show. Yeah. I mean, Kaz is a big problem. I mean, it's the same thing. Like the reason I didn't watch, like watch Rebels is because I cannot stand Ezra. Yeah. And it's a shame because that show, it was fine. You know, without Ezra, if you replace Ezra with someone else, like, I don't know how the show would be, but I don't know that that last season of Rebels was just, it was interesting. You know, all the things they added, but it was weird because, you know, they added the whole, like, time warp thing or like the and you were thinking oh maybe they're gonna add that to rise of skywalker or something nope they did absolutely nothing if you wanted me that might be the only way you could make me hate that movie more is if you put in time travel i'm trying to think if dave wrote that episode too i wouldn't be surprised if he did 
anyway, I like this two-parter, which is there's a distress call from a resistance agent. And they go to try to rescue him. And then they're getting hunted by this bounty hunter whose like, bounty hunter uniform makes him look like Predator. Yeah. What was this episode called? It was The Missing Agent and then Breakout. Um, I mean, I thought it was okay. Um, what I thought was interesting was, you know, the second episode, Breakout, where in this two-parter, where the Colossus has to go. And I thought for a second, holy shit, they're actually leaving them. Because obviously they have to because... It's two people versus the thousands of people that are probably on the Colossus. Like, of course, like, save the people. But then they came back, and I'm like, fuck. Like, I thought this was going to be the moment where, like, the Colossus was doing something, and, like, everyone that was captured or down there was like, okay, we got to figure out something to do, or... It's no consequences. I mean... Yeah. I mean, we do... One thing I did like, which I was not expecting, is... They actually show Yeager and Sonara getting tortured. Yeah, that was a little nuts. I was surprised about and, that. And CB23. And I know I shouldn't be more upset about the droid, but whatever, because it's a cartoon. It doesn't I was definitely more upset about the droid. <laughs> Although, man, I'm interested in Yeager because he's when he's just like, I've been through fucking worse. Like, he was so stone cold in this episode. It was awesome. Yeah. And <sighs> I, I like that the eager still really wants to get Tam back. Like that's still super important to him. Yeah. I like that too. You know, I, I like the hope that they still have for Tam. But also, you know, I like I, I like a little bit that like Tam, you can tell that She's eventually going to go back, but I don't know, like, part of me wanted to see her, like, for a longer time be like, no, fuck this. Like, you guys hurt me, you lied to me, and I'm not having any of it. Well, I mean, she has been like that for this entire season so far. Like, there's been, like, several times she could have, like, gone away with them and chose not to because she's still pissed as fuck at them. Yeah, I think just it's you know, binging these episodes, um, it just, it seemed like a shorter time. And even though like the, what it was like eight episodes, like two months, you know, maybe if I watched like an episode a week, like I would, I would feel like fine with it, but I don't know. I think I'm just so critical of this show. I just, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I, just, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like it's, actually any worse in terms of the writing and the production like you know some people don't like this animation style but i don't i don't think it's worse than any of the other star wars cartoons it's just whoever like you happen to connect with is the one you happen to connect with like in terms of quality i think they're all pretty much the same which is okay with occasional like good episodes i really love and the occasional jesus christ i hate this shit but most of the time, it's just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 
It's interesting, you know, because with the Clone Wars, there it was rarely I found an episode that I'm like, no, this this sucks. I hate this. But I feel like it's because I connect so much with the prequel trilogy. You know, I grew up watching it, and that's why I hold the Clone Wars with such a high standard. And you know, with Rebels, like yeah, I, I shit on Rebels sometimes, but I really enjoyed like some characters. And you know, watching watching uh, the Mandalorian, I'm thinking, God, or you know, is Sabine gonna come or? any of these other characters that's when I knew like maybe I don't think the show is so bad but if at a point in the movie where you know let's say like the Colossus showed up and you got to see like Tam or you know any different characters like how would you feel how would you feel if you saw like people from the Colossus I I don't particularly want to see any of the animated characters from any show in the live action I find it distracting and uh, like the whole, like I feel Star Wars depends too much on the, oh, hey, cool. It's that person, you know, but it would depend who what, like I'd, I'd be fine seeing Yeager show up sometime. Like if, yeah, there, was, if there was a younger Yeager in, in, how old is Yeager? I'd say 40s. Okay. Forties, maybe like early fifties. Yeah, like if he showed up like a like a young version of him in Mandalorian or something, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. I don't know. And that's the thing, though, that is that I'm fine with that, too, because I, I like Heeker. You know, I, I like a lot of people from this show. But it's interesting, too, because that's what happened with Saul Guerrero. Like, Saul Guerrero was, you know, from the Clone Wars and put into Rogue One. And that worked out fine, I think. But it, it's just interesting because the Saul Guerrero we got in the Clone Wars and the Saul Guerrero we got in, you know, Rogue One, they seem like two completely different people. I mean, obviously, years have passed and everything, but I'm interested to see if Star Wars is going to do that again. I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. It sort of depends where they go next, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, while we're talking about animation, uh, Corey and Noah over at their like Star Wars News YouTube Castle Run transmissions say that it is heavily rumored and supported by good sources that there's going to be a sequel series to Rebels coming out this year. That seems so soon. Well, we we know that they've been working on an, another animation show. Yeah. Uh, I think like I think doing a sequel series to Rebels already seems a bit soon. Like then, it, I mean, it seems like almost like it's just another season of the show. Like it seems weird to me that you'd bring back a sequel series for that already. 
yeah i mean i I get how you know dave would be excited about it but i mean he's already doing so much with with the mandalorian you know how is he able to focus how does how would he want to focus on both you know is he not going to do much with the mandalorian and focus on this like clone wars or not clone wars rebel series like I would be okay with that. I'm totally okay with him being focused on the thing I'm not going to watch anyway. Yeah. If it means he never writes another episode of The Mandalorian, I'm happy with that. I hope to God he doesn't write any more episodes. And even the ones he directed, like, it was okay because that first episode he directed, and that was fine. Mm. he's he's not like it's that's what it is it's fine mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be fine i mean whatever it is what it is but that one he wrote is uh like everything <laughs> that i do not like when star in star wars sort of in one episode and it's just sort of everything i don't like about his view of star wars he's he's very like george and i feel like he needs to learn that star wars is evolving and we're not looking for george number two yeah but i don't know that's exciting i guess about rebels you know, part two series of Rebels or something. Um, I mean, we know, look, I know a lot of people who really like that show. That's cool for them. Uh, I hope there's something else coming. And I'm like, obviously, there's work, working on all sorts of stuff that we know nothing about. I hope there's another animated show in there that is about something different. Anything different at all. Please, God, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I know we talked about um, the Clone Wars a little earlier, but I think it was it was just announced that the release date is going to be February seventeenth, right? Yeah, which is a Monday. Uh, as far as I know, it has not been said whether it's always going to be on Mondays or if it's a Mandalorian thing where it premieres on one day, but then it moves to another. Maybe. That'd be interesting though. I think that'd be cool. Like it going out with a bang, you know, having the season finale or series finale on May the 4th. And, you know, Fine. We'll see what the show is. It's going to be exciting to see the Siege of Mandalore finally after all these years of them talking about it. That is, that's like one storyline I'm actually interested in. But I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't have Filoni's heart on for Ahsoka, so. I'll watch it, and and that's about it. Hopefully it's good. 
I hope so too. I mean, it, it should be. They've worked hard on it. You know, they brought it back for God's sake. So yeah, they must be doing something big with it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel partially because we're in an era where it's like, let's let's bring back Will and Grace and let's bring back Mad About You. And I'm sort of like, yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Just sort of what we're doing now, whether or not they actually have anything new to say. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. So we'll we'll see what happens with Clone Wars. Yeah. But if there's an episode with goddamn shark people, I'm out. I can honestly say I doubt that there is going to be any more shark people. Just a lot of clone stuff. You didn't really like the clone stuff, right? No, here is the problem is that I do not. I don't, they don't dig in deep enough into the clone stuff hmm. and how horrifying and atrocious it is to have a genetically engineered uh, army that you brainwash from childhood into being soldiers for you and then are used as cannon fodder, even though they are obviously people and all have distinct personalities. Yeah. And yet I'm still supposed to think that the Jedi are the heroes. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to move on to the next rumored news? Yeah, and this is okay. So, this is coming from Jason Ward over at Making Star Wars, who we know is often very accurate. And the rumors are, and there's kind of, there's a lot to unpack here, but that the next era of Star Wars is going to be during what they are calling, at least calling right now, the High Republic uh 400 years before Phantom Menace. And the the idea seems to be that it's not going to be like a trilogy. It's going to be different interconnected movies and other projects that are set in this era. So something more like the MCU where things connect and the movies like the stuff that happens in Black Panther affects the universe of whatever other movie, but you don't necessarily have to watch them all and they're not all, you know, one after another. Um, we've had the, the, we've known for a while about this thing, Project Luminous, which there's a bunch of different uh, Star Wars uh, novelists and writers involved in. Also, I think some of the comic people, and they've been very secretive of what it is. It appears that this lines up with that. And so it's not it's not just going to be the movies that are set here, but we're going to be having books and comics and a video game. And this is just sort of the era that we're going to be in for a while. 
I'm okay with that. How do you feel about it? Um, I'm sort of torn. I'm, I'm glad it's not going to be like, oh, here's the next trilogy. And it could be some, some a bunch of different types of stories following different characters and stuff. I... I don't know, and I, I get why they wouldn't, but I was hoping we'd get to be like, oh, here's a movie set in this era, and then two years from now, there's a movie set in an entirely different era. And I can get why that would be confu- could be confusing for general audience, but I don't, I don't want it to be, okay, are we going to spend the next 40 years here in the, in the High Republic? And I hope it's not that. I doubt it. Like, I, I definitely think that we're going to get some breathing room out of this um, Project Luminous or out of this. I don't know. It, it's interesting because, you know, I, I read this and I assume that they would want to do a trilogy of this time or this era. So I'm wondering if they're ever going to do it or they're ever going to do something like it. Well, it because was... there was always... There was always those rumors that the Game of Thrones dudes were going to do like a Knights of the Old Republic thing. Yeah, and and from Jason's article, it sounds like this is building off some of the stuff that they were working on in terms of just sort of the the, the feel for the era and the, the the like design aesthetic of it. Yeah. We know that Ryan's not doing this, though, right? We have no idea. This doesn't seem like a very Ryan thing to do, though. Well, it could also be Ryan's movies are in this time period, but set in, like, an entirely different part of the galaxy or something. True. I just want to see what he's doing. Like, this is cool and everything. Like, this is probably exactly what I wanted to see from Star Wars, is them doing something so many years before, you know, The Phantom Menace. But I don't know. I'm just really curious about Ryan. Yeah, that's, I mean, I just want Ryan to do whatever Ryan wants to do. And I hope those movies happen. I... I love his movies, but I also just really like his take on Star Wars. I really want them. I think, honestly, Ryan could set a movie during anywhere in time. Like he could make a movie about any character we already have. I don't. I don't care. Just let him do whatever he wants, and I'll watch it and be happy because he's brilliant. <laughs> but on the other hand, I'm also. I mean, I'm also happy watching him do things like Knives Out and whatever other original property he wants to do. Which, considering how well Knives Out did, he, I'm assuming, has opportunity to write his own ticket for right now. Yeah. But it is interesting. It'll be interesting to see... how they sell this because it's it's 
you know, it's been okay. You're you're in the sequel trilogy. This is still the Skywalker saga. Or it's been with Rogue One. You have this is how they got the Death Star plans. Solo, they might have fucked up the marketing, but you're in. You know, it's still this is about young Solo. Well, if you're doing 400 years before the Skywalker saga, I mean, setting the EU aside, you have Yoda. And really, that's it. And it's not, you know, you talk about how, oh, like, how the MCU does stuff, but yes, Iron Man was a C-list character, but he was still a known character that you could be like, we are making an Iron Man movie. And you can go, we're making a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And yeah, you still have the draw for the general public of, oh, it's the next thing that Marvel's doing, which is enough for some people. But I don't know, it's it's a different marketing thing of we're making a Black Panther movie to we're making a schmoopy McStar Wars movie of a character nobody knows. Like, it's, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how do they do that. If you have neither a character nor a known history point to hang your movie on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I... I want more information about this and I feel like I, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. You know, it, it's cool seeing rumors and everything, but I'm waiting because I feel like we've heard so much in the past couple of years, like rumors about this, rumors about that. And yeah. I don't know. And, and even when it's, it, even it's when people who have from people who have been right a lot, considering the upheaval that Star Wars has gone through and the, you know, cancellation of various directors and writers and projects. It it's sort of hard to be like, okay, this is def- it's hard to get excited about it. Yeah. Damn it, Star Wars. I mean, it, they're in a lose-lose situation there. Which is, if they never announce anything, then it's just totally rumors and, oh man, they're not, Star Wars doesn't know what they're doing, Star Wars is dead. But then when they do announce things and the natural Hollywood thing occurs of, well, this person isn't writing the movie anymore, or this person isn't directed anymore, or, you know, Josh Trank loses his goddamn mind and, like, pisses on the set of Fantastic Four. I mean, that shit happens. And it's just... That's what he actually did? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And But because we, we we know about this stuff, it makes Star Wars seem super unstable. And there is definitely, don't get me wrong, there's definitely some instability there and some problems that they had that they should have avoided. But some of it is just attributed to that's just what happens with movies. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, in the meantime, we still have season two of The Mandalorian coming out. I was going to say, yeah, this fall. Um, 
and Obi-Wan and although it's been rumored to be troubled for now we still have Cassian coming why is it troubled? I don't there was just some there I never knew what those rumors were exactly I just heard that there was rumblings that the show almost didn't happen oh shit why again I don't know but I mean as of now they've Disney Plus, you know, had it in their announcement of upcoming shows that they were that they tweeted out at the beginning of this year. Like it was in that long like tweet thread of upcoming projects. So for now it's still happening. Good. It it needs to. I'm I'm really excited about that. I want a Star Wars spy show so much. And possibly Mendo. Oh, man, it'd be so awesome. Oh, his his HBO show starts soon. Yes. Like two weeks. Sunday nights? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it starts on Sunday the 12th. And I'm so depressed because the Alamo is showing, I think, the first two episodes on the 8th. Like, as like a, like basically just running it as a movie. And I missed out on tickets. <sighs> I'm so depressed. Maybe you can see if like any people like uh, sold theirs or like canceled their tickets. I'm, I'm checking the app like every day because people do often cancel, but but nobody has yet that I've seen. God, people must really love Mendo and Stephen King. I mean, it's the new HBO show, so yeah but i want to see it so bad and like the the fact that it's in the movie theater and i can't see it for four more days makes me make me upset yeah because then there's gonna be like spoilers and everything i mean i already read the book so i i know what happens i just really i wanted to see mendo in the theater again because i think the last time i saw him in the theater would have been robin hood Good times. No, it was not good times. It was bad times. I know, but still. He had a really nice outfit, though. Yeah, his little blazer thing was all, like, silver, futuristic, when <sighs> nothing else in the movie is. Fantastic. That's just Mendo, though. Fantastic. Yeah. Dude can wear a coat. He really can. Oh, that's ne- yeah, um, that's next Sunday. Man, I thought it was two weeks from now, but I don't. I lost track of time. Hmm. Well, I'm excited for next Sunday then. I have something to look forward to. Um, I think we have an email. Do you want to save it till next week, or do you want to? Um, it's up to you. What are we at right now? Like an hour ten? An hour ten? Yeah, let's save for okay. next week. Yeah, because we had lots of news this week and probably will not next week. Yeah. Next week we're just going to be, I don't even know what we're going to be talking about. Nothing, probably. Resistance. Yeah, that's about it. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Uh, Brittany, where... On the internet, can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram 
as Brittany the Ginger. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EF Lind, and the podcast is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can send us email, uh, fuck, Mary kill suggestions, whatever, um, and that is CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah, other than that, you know, rate and review us on whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Um, anything else? No, I think we covered it. Cool. All right, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck on the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Pitch number one.